0: wonder we're so spiritually anemic. We can't attend church once every six weeks. It belongs to you as a covenant right granted you by the Holy Spirit when you were born again. You have a right to it. And you'll get it when you stand up to that devil and tell him to let go of your stuff, you will never fear again, you will never be nervous again, you will never be timid again, lose, lose, loose the lion, I want to hear you roar. Shouting is the language of victory. Clapping is the language of authority. Spinning is the language of warfare. Waving is the language of surrender. Silence is the language of defeat. Let me hear you roar, Zion. You may be seated, I want to talk to you a little bit this morning, hey God, (laughs) I I want to talk to you about the irregulars. Uh, Look at your neighbor and say, I try to keep it together, uh, but I'm really an irregular. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 3, declares these words, Israel was holiness unto the Lord, and Israel was the first fruits of God's increase. Did you see how holiness unto the Lord and first fruits go together? Now God is not speaking here specifically nor only about your finances, although certainly that's a part of it. Because your Bible says that money answers all things. Over 70% of all problems in marriages are traced to one thing. They're traced to financial difficulty. That's why the adversary wants to keep you bound there. But somebody shout, in 2019, I'm going to loose the line. No, I need somebody to shout, in 2019, I'm about to loose the lion. In 2019, I'm about to restore my roar. So Israel was holiness under the Lord and the first fruits of God's increase. One of my favorite passages of scriptures in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23, and the very God of peace So encapsulate God's motive of what he is addressing right here. He's talking about your peace. I will be anxious for nothing. Oh, glory to God. We put the pharmaceutical business out of business. Wouldn't need any depression medicine. Wouldn't need any calm me down so I can go to sleep medicine. We'd put Red Bull out of business. Wouldn't need to get picked up because were what we already took that was a get-me-down. Wouldn't have to be picked up and let down and picked up and let down. Wouldn't be nervous, wouldn't be anxious, wouldn't be pulling out our hair. Wouldn't have children that run around in the classroom and can't sit down. Somebody shout "Peace." peace. Peace. I am anxious for nothing but in everything. Here it is, by prayer and supplication, I make my requests known unto God, and the very peace of God, which surpasses understanding and comprehension, will keep and guard and garrison my heart, and my mind in Christ Jesus, why? That mind which dwells in Christ Jesus dwells in me richly by the Holy Spirit. That same Spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in me and quickens my mortal body and makes me alive under Christ Jesus and that spirit shall sustain all of my infirmity he is Jehovah Shalom, he is our peace, nothing broken nothing missing nothing lacking, give him praise, give him glory and the very God of peace watch me now Sanctify you, holy. W H O L L Y, holy. Completely, absolutely. The very God of peace sets me apart. Well, you can see it, can't you? You get the inference. In a world of chaos, he brings you peace and puts you together when everything else around you is falling apart. Blessed be the holy name of God forever. Your finances fall apart, but you're at peace. Because you got a promise. I said, your family is in chaos, but you're in cosmos. You got everything, it's perfectly in order, and you know that all things work together for the good of those that are called according to his purpose. Blessed be his name. Shall I have peace? And because because I have peace, my entire being is preserved you know there are a whole lot of stuff contaminating you that if you just get sealed would never get into your mind some of you struggle with lust because you let lust into your mind oh it's quiet in here some of you struggle with comparison scrolling through the internet, comparing your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram to everybody else's, 90% of all people that spend more than 20 minutes on social media sites leave more depressed than when they went on why the spirit of competitiveness the spirit of comparison wow the very God of peace sanctify you set you apart completely that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved if you've used some hand sanitizer do this my mother used to can food What? used to can food yeah we'd pick those green beans we'd pick those cabbage heads we'd chop up that cabbage just came through New Year's we'd chop up that cabbage and my mama make cabbage and pork she'd chop that up we put it in mason jars. You, you thought those were just decoration, did you? Look, look how eclectic we are. We have mason jars with flowers, and we didn't have we didn't have mason jars with flowers in them. We had mason jars of food in them, because winter was coming. So we chopped that up, and we'd make coleslaw, and we'd make sauerkraut for New Year's. And my job, after I picked it and cleaned it and cut it. Then my mother put it in the jars, and she put it in that pressure. (laughs) I wish I could preach. She, She put it in that pressure cooker where the heat got so hot that it burned out all the impurities. But that wouldn't do any good unless I fulfilled my next job. I had to watch in there on the, on the kitchen table as my mother put those hot jars out there and before long they begin to cool and when they got just cool enough the top of that mason jar lid they go and it was sealed nothing inside could get out and nothing outside could get in. Do you understand what the great apostle is saying? Because anything from the outside would contaminate what was on the inside. And then when it got opened, it would be spoiled. It would be spoiled, meaning no longer useful for its intended purpose. Some of you are sad and rejected and dejected because you're not being used for your intended purpose. Well, it's not because God doesn't want to use you. Of course God wants to use you. The problem is there's contamination. And Paul says, I'm going to pray for you that what's on the outside can't get in the inside. Now, God's not going to sit there and turn your television off for you. God's not going to sit there and burn that magazine for you. God's not going to sit there and make you delete 15 people in your phone page who do nothing but talk negatively around you. He, but oh, he'll give you power to do it. By the same Spirit that raised up Christ from the dead. Preserved. Say, I want to be preserved. Spirit. Soul. And body. Listen to the word he uses. That you be preserved blameless. Blameless. Standing before God absolutely righteous absolutely pure absolutely holy therefore absolutely powerful knowing that nothing that you ask him will he not do blessed be his name forever the modern church doesn't know how to handle terminology like holy holiness sanctified, sanctification, consecrated, consecration, dedicated, dedication. It simply means all in. Shove somebody and say, watch out now, you may get splashed, because I'm about to jump all in. In 2019, I'm going all in. In 2019, I'm not going to go for a little swim. In 2019, I'm not going to dangle my feet in the river. In 2019, I'm going all in and I'm bringing my children with me. And I'm bringing my occupation with me. And I'm bringing my mind with me. And I'm bringing my future win with me. I'm about to get swallowed up. Shout, I'm going all in. So we don't know how to handle terms like that. In 1939, I found a message in tongues. That means it's from the Holy Spirit. In 1939, the interpretation of that voice from heaven, was given in English. I want you to pay very particular attention to these words, for they are God's word. Holiness, hear his voice thunder. Holiness is the character of God. Do you believe that God has all power in heaven and earth? Do you believe this? That God has all power. Well your Bible says all power in heaven and earth was delegated from God to his son the Lord Jesus Christ. All power. Then he says to you by the power of the Holy Spirit that same power that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you. Jesus carrying delegated power and authority which Jesus had because he lived on earth as both man and God. He was not deity humanized. He was not humanity deified. He was all God and all men. This is why he had to be conceived of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, his bloodline would have been tainted with the curse of sin. So he's preserved. So then he says, because I have received of my Father, I have the right to delegate As he delegated power to me, why is God absolutely powerful? Because God is absolutely holy. There is no one to whom he can be compared. I I, I don't know if you're with me or not. So because he is the only one of him, he must be absolutely pure as who he is. There is no amalgamation. There is no blending together. He is God. I don't even like when people say he's the true and living God. No, that no no no. There aren't any other gods. Don't I uh feel Pentecost. I said there are no other gods. Throw both hands up in the air and shout, There are no gods. You are the only God now and forever. Holiness unto the Lord now and forever. So then Jesus came conceived of the Holy Spirit therefore he was the only one until he said you could be born again of the Word Jesus and the Spirit And therefore, you would be made holy as he is holy. That means you are the only you. And as the only you, you have absolute power and authority in your own life. Shall restore the ruler. Okay, I'm only through one one sentence of the tongue and interpretation. Holiness is the character of God; it is the very substance of His being, the essence of His nature. Is purity. What is the essence of God's nature? Purity. What is the essence of God's nature? What is God's character? And then God looks at you and says, be holy as I am holy. I pray God that your spirit And your mind, your will, your emotions be preserved, blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? He's trying to empower you. I said he's trying to empower you. Do you know that every time you change innocence, make the right decision transform innocence into holiness you become more spiritually powerful by a thousand times than you've ever been in your life do you know every time you come into agreement with another believer your everyday spiritual walk in god just multiplied ten thousand times over do you understand that you ought to make more devils tremble when you get up in the morning and open your eyes than a year ago you made when you were praying in the Holy Ghost. Do you understand this thing is progressive? I want to hear you roar. Shout, I am powerful. I am, powerful. I am holy. I, am holy. Ooh. Ooh, I'm, I feel like just letting that soak in a minute. The purpose of God in the salvation of mankind is to produce in man, watch a kindred holiness with God, a radiant purity like unto that of God himself. I can barely stand up. A radiant purity like unto God. Do you know people that when they walk in a room, the atmosphere changes? Something's different. A radiant purity. Do you remember that it was said of Jesus and the prophets, they took note that they had been with God. We have lost a revelation of holiness. We have forsaken the revelation of the power of purity. That every time we resist we grow stronger every time we say no we grow stronger every time we push away a plate we grow stronger every time We deny ourselves something that our flesh wants so badly, it can taste it and say, No sir, I'm not going to buy it, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to build another church in Pakistan. I feel power! And every time you shun the wrong and do the right, you grow more powerful. You can have all of God, all of his power, all of his might, all of his dominion, all of his authority, all of his ability, all of his acceptance, all of his anointing that you want. But it doesn't come free. Whew. Ah uh, uh, JKC. I feel his presence. I feel his holiness, holiness, holiness unto the Lord, holiness unto the Lord. We have so degraded any mention of holiness and purity and sanctification and consecration and dedication that no longer are even the sanctified things of God held in a place of esteem the preacher is the most talked about and ridiculed human on earth we sit and allow Hollywood and New York City to always make him the boob the blundering idiot of everything they produce or you silenced that voice and you have silenced God we no longer treat the tabernacle of God as a holy place we no longer treat the altar of God as a holy place we have no holy place in our home designated. That's the place where I meet with God. Not your car as you're driving up and down the road and listening to praise music in the background. Sanctified time, set aside time. I promise you this, you set aside time for God he'll set aside time for you you praise him in the secret place he promised to reward you in the public place hallelujah holiness under the lord now and forever He's not coming back for a church whose garments are tainted and tattered and torn. He is coming back from that purified church where the fire of the Holy Ghost has burned the chaff out of us. If God were unable to produce in man such a purity then his purpose in man would be a failure we want to be little g-o-d-s in power but not in purity thought life intentions purposes hidden agendas secret hatred passive aggressiveness lying cheating stealing we think in secret but oh for the mighty hand of God and his fire Therefore the object of the sacrifice of Christ would be a miscarriage instead of a triumph The triumph of Jesus Christ was attained through his willingness to be led of the Spirit of God. The triumph of the Christian can only be attained in a similar manner. This is a tongue and interpretation. Even though God has baptized a soul in the Holy Spirit, there yet remains, as with Jesus, the present necessity of walking in humility and permitting the Holy Spirit to be your absolute guide your guide of every word, your guide of every action your guide of every intention your guide of every movement the unveiling of consciousness of the desire of the flesh the uncovering of the sensuality of the nature And thought of man the revelation of adverse tendencies always alive is but a part of God's purpose and is necessary for our growth in God how can the nature of man be changed except that that nature first be revealed oh the fallacy of the modern church and its backslidden preachers. Where the world has become so churchy and the church so worldly, it's very difficult to make the distinction. We shouldn't have to listen to a lyric to know whether a song is of God or not. From the very first note the sanctifying power of God should be upon it that we gain a witness in our spirit this is the word of God (sighs) say restore my roar you're just meowing like a kitten right now but it's going to get louder do you get it the unveiling of the desire of your flesh the uncovering of the sensuality of the nature and thought of man the revelation of adverse tendencies within man's heart is part of God's purpose and necessary for growth how can the nature of man be changed except that nature first be revealed He who says he has no sin deceives himself. It's not the elder. It's not the deacon. It's not the preacher, O Lord, standing in the need of apartness, separateness, other than to hell with the abomination flowing out of modern pulpits that says we must be like them to win them. We are above, not beneath. We are above, not equal to. We are other, not same. We are distinguished. Oh, I'm gonna take you somewhere, my beloved brother and sister. I'm going to teach you that you have special endowments of extraordinary power that are to distinguish you from other, even Christians. This very thing I'm sharing with you today is one of them. Tongues and interpretation of tongues. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. I hurry. I hurry. So there arises in the heart The desire and prayer for the Spirit of God to affect, to crucify, to destroy every tendency of opposition to the Holy Spirit. Nothing contrary to the seed of God's Word must be allowed to remain. Think not that you will attain the highest in God until within your own soul a heavenly longing to be like him who gave his life for us possesses your being. Otherwise, you're just a church goer. I didn't think you'd shout me down on this one, but it's all right. Don't think that you can come to God with your urgent requests in your stained garments. Don't think that you can use Mark 11, 22 to 24. Until first, Mark eleven twenty five, is your rule of conduct and standard of living. Oh, you can say, have faith in God. Therefore I say unto you that if I shall say unto this mountain be removed and be thou cast into the sea and if I do not doubt in my heart but believe those things that I say shall come to pass I shall have whatsoever I say therefore what things soever I desire when I pray I believe I receive them and I shall have them not yet Verse 25, and when I stand praying, I forgive. I don't understand why I'm naming and claiming, and it is not coming to pass. Unforgiveness, that sin that lies to you, is like drinking poison and thinking it's going to kill the other person. I forgive. I forgive. They raped me. I forgive. My son was murdered. I forgive. I present to you the impossibility of forgiveness apart from a sanctified, being. Don't think that you can approach the throne of God covered with the taint and the stench of worldliness and a mind preoccupied with this physical world and think you will move heaven with your prayers. There's a holy hush here today. Think not that heaven can smile upon a nature fouled through evil contact. Hear the Holy Spirit. Think not that Christ can dwell in temples seared by flames of hatred. No, the heart of man must first be purged by the holy fire and washed from every stain by the cleansing blood, the cleansing stream. I see, I see, I plunge, and oh, he cleanses me. Not once and forever for all, you lying spirit, but daily. Moment by moment, action by action, thought by thought, lived in humble surrender to the Holy Spirit of God within us where we would rather die than allow anything contrary to him abide within our hearts and our minds. the heart of man he who would understand the ways of God must trust the Holy Spirit to guide to keep he who would tread the paths where angels tread himself must realize the seraphic such is the nature of God such the working of the Holy Spirit such the attainment of him who perseveres to overcome in him the joy the power of God shall be through him the healing streams of life shall flow to him heaven's gates are opened wide in him Christ's kingdom comes to earth. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him praise. Give him praise. Lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Worship him as king of kings, glorious. Adore him. Bless him. Receive his mighty power. Place your mind upon his burning altar. Lay your attitudes at his feet. Place your motives in his precious nail-pierced hands. And declare, here am I, Lord, wholly thine. am I holy thine fear not to place your hand in his ne'er pierced palm fear not to trust his guidance the way he trod is marked by bleeding feet and wet with a million tears he leadeth thee aright into heaven's splendor soon shall it open to your spirit and you shall know that all triumphant souls those that have overcome indeed have found their entrance by this path into the realms of light Everyone standing no one moving every head bowed, a holy hush, a holy presence, a holy power. Deep waters run silent. Here I am, Jesus. Take my life let it be consecrated lord to thee thou my light my presence be sanctified holy lord to thee every head bowed every eye closed i have a couple of questions I have a couple of questions. This is it. An examination of our hearts In the power of the Holy Spirit. Think very carefully. To what and whom are you most connected? May I have your eyes and attention but for a moment. When you were born, when my children were born, the doctor handed me a pair of scissors because for nine months my children were connected to Joni. Through that umbilical cord flowed every nutrient. Through that umbilical cord flowed the precious blood. And now I had to cut. That thing, those people to whom you are connected are producing the life you're manifesting. their life flows into you through their presence through their words through their belief system through their spiritual DNA you become like them To what are you most directly connected? Its life is flowing into you now. You are being sustained by it. May I suggest that you, this day, become disconnected, cut off. To what? To whom are you most? connected? To getting to work on Monday morning or getting to church on Wednesday night? To what are you connected? Your 401k or you're sowing into the kingdom. To what are you connected? Social media or your Bible? We bow our knee in church for a moment and announce you are Lord you are Lord and disconnect when we walk out the doors and connect to everything else anything you want with all your heart but him His people, His presence is an idol. But oh, if you would but disconnect and become reconnected to the biblical cord, the life of God will sustain you. Through his spirit, joy unspeakable, full of glory and peace beyond imagination, flowing. Number one, to whom and to what are you most connected? Number two. From what do you need to ask him to help you to disconnect from? Ambition Fear Anxiety Unforgiveness, hatred, violence, impurity, self-will. May we abandon ourselves today and disconnect from every unholy thing.